Hello, creative people. Welcome to The Artistic Method with me, Joel Wright. Well, I just got over the Rona, and it did suck. It's no lie. It sucks for most people. I mean, some people are asymptomatic and don't even know they have it. I knew very clearly that I had it. There was no doubt in my mind that I had the Rona, and I tested positive. And I suffered for about 10 days before I tested negative. And I tested negative twice and waited five extra days before I reintegrated with society. I did not want anyone to get the Rona for me or experience what I experienced. No one should take health advice from me because I'm an eccentric artist type. And I have no business giving anyone any type of medical advice. And no one should listen to me in that regard. But there are takeaways that I learned from having the Rona that I'd like to share because I think it could help people. And um, basically what we did, my wife and I both had the coronavirus together and we lived our life the way we normally do. We decided to deep clean the house. So we spent a lot of time moving around you know, sweeping, mopping, cleaning, doing dishes, and catching up on stuff that we hadn't had time to since we were trapped at the house anyway. And we also go on walks. We go on walks as a, a family, and we just talk and, and, you know, interact with each other on these walks, and it's not high impact at all. But with being sick, we decided to go on walks in the morning and the evening because it was just too hot during the day, and we had fevers. So walking in the morning and in the evening became our ritualistic event. We did that from the very first moment we knew we had gotten the coronavirus. And I, yeah, I think it helped. I think it helped a lot. I think you want to stay moving. I, I think it might be a mistake when people lay down and try and wait for it to pass. And that, of course, won't make it pass by any quicker. And, and there's no rules or laws saying you need to lay down because you're sick. We, we opted to stay moving. And in staying moving, yeah, the body aches are like being possessed by a freaking demon. But I'd rather move. It, it's like, it's the equivalent of if you have a horrible leg day at the gym and you t tear your legs to shreds, and then two days later... You can barely move, so you just lay on the couch playing video games, and you try and get up, and your legs won't work. Well, if instead of, of just being immobile and, and not moving on the couch, you went and rode your bicycle around, yeah, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot worse than normal, but you'll be working some of that soreness out. And that's my theory with this. I think that staying moving, keeping the lungs exhaling made a big difference. Now, I also did a very light but lengthy yoga session each day I was sick. And that's more often than I do yoga normally. And that really helped mitigate the pain of the body aches, I do believe. And it kept me centered. And although this is a physical virus, so much... Um, of getting through it or past it is mental. There's a serious mental game. It gives you this feeling of anxiety, even depression. 
And whatever it is you do to stay grounded and centered, I would highly recommend to keep doing that. Now, I didn't create any art. I I had zero inspiration, and I, I didn't have the extra energy, per se, to create art. I did watch every single YouTube video concerning art or artists that is available. I went through the entire library, it seems like. And I learned a lot about YouTube channels and artists and their approach to teaching and sharing their art. And I learned a lot from that. And you may know that for a while I've wanted my own YouTube channel, but I haven't really kicked that off yet. And the podcast leads into that. Uh, my, My goal has been to make the podcast into YouTube videos as well, so that there's a visual component to it. And I learned, I learned like what I don't want my channel to be and what some of the more boring channels were, uh, too dedicated to just uh, very um, small topics. I'd rather have variety, and I'm just a variety person, so my YouTube channel will not be dedicated to just one subject, just one medium, per se. And uh, I would like to cover a more uh, broad area of topics. If anyone is interested, my YouTube channel is Joel Wright Art. So you just go to YouTube and search Joel Wright Art and you'll find it. And so far, I have 179 subscribers. So just in the beginning of the channel, although I've had the channel for quite some time. Yesterday, I kicked off my art classes that I haven't had since the spring of 2019. I was restoring a church during that summer and fall, and I redid the stations and the statues of a Catholic church. And so I had canceled my art classes. And then at the beginning of 2019, you know, things got weird. So I'd never started my art classes back up until now, until yesterday, which was September 7th. And I gave away free sketchbooks, and it was a free art class. And everyone that showed up got a sketchbook, and we did some drawing exercises in the sketchbooks. And my goal was is to have a YouTube video uh, of a series of exercises that you can do for the sketchbooks. But, of course, I got sick with the Rona, and I didn't have time to do the videos. But that's what I'll, I'll be working on very soon to create drawing exercises that that you can do in a sketchbook. They're not meant to be masterpieces. It's for daily practice. And it's through daily practice that you can really get good at something and and really get the momentum turning in your favor as far as getting past creative blocks and coming up with new ideas for projects that you want to spend more time on. Drawing can be a form of relaxation and therapy. And I talked to a student in one of the art cl- in the art class yesterday, and she was interested in using art, creativity, and expression to recover and heal from um, what she's gone through lately. And I think that's a great approach to to creativity. It can be therapeutic for some some people. It's it's no, nothing anywhere near a form of therapy. It's more of a form of entertainment, which I guess could in turn be a form of therapy. But using it to become more introspective, go inward, and 
work on blocks and and um, trauma and stress and to let that out through your artwork is a great idea and I'd like to focus on that a little bit. Daily drawing ignites your creativity though and that's the most important thing. It's uh, if you if you do something on a regular basis, the brain you know picks up on the fact that hey this is needed. This is happening often. And so you expand and enrich your abilities and it just opens up an infinite source of creativity if you draw daily. I think everyone should be able to learn to draw for free and that's why my drawing classes are going to be completely free and I'll do everything I can to do giveaways and of art supplies and stuff like that to make it possible for people to learn to draw at no cost. So watching every YouTube video was really helpful for me and it helped me realize what I want my channel to be also. And that is, um, you know, some, some technical information and teaching, but not just that, just sharing the creativity, the creative process, the creative lifestyle and my latest projects as well. Another thing we did for the symptoms and prevention of a severe case of COVID was taking vitamins. And that's something that we do already. So we just continued to do that the way we had been. And the vitamins I take, I've been taking for years. I take vitamin D. Vitamin D is really good for, um, well, for one thing, if you have seasonal affective disorder or if you get depressed when there's not enough sunshine, it's like the happy vitamin. It's a sunshine in a pill form. And just about every single person, every single American, probably it's probably widespread, does not have enough vitamin D. And I don't know what the recommended daily allowance is or what, what they say you should have, but it's you know, it's pretty much common knowledge that uh, we're all deficient in vitamin D. And what does vitamin D do? It does a, a lot of things, but one is help prevent respiratory infection, which couldn't be more useful now for this. And we, t I normally take about 5,000 IU a day, but we upped it to 10,000 IU, and I really noticed a difference in that. And I may stay on the 10,000 IU of vitamin D. It's debatable whether vitamin D can increase testosterone levels. I'm not sure that it does that or not, but it for sure gives you this feeling of confidence that you can accomplish something, that you're motivated, and that you have more of an aggressive approach. And I don't mean like violently aggressive, but I just mean like um, you're more proactive to get things done and vitamin D has an effect on the, on the mind and it just, it just, uh, makes you feel like you can do it. And that helps when you're sick. It helps a lot because a large part of getting past that was a mental game. And, and I want to say that helps quite a bit. The other vitamins we took and minerals were like zinc. Um, I took the zinc lozenges and and that seems to help. I had a horrible sore throat in conjunction with COVID. And then we also take all the B vitamins, the entire array. And 
I'm not talking about multivitamins here. We take isolated forms of vitamins. And omega-3 fish oil, that thins the blood and reduces inflammation, reportedly. And that's highly useful. And then vitamin C, you know, obviously take vitamin C. And magnesium, that's, that's one that um, the, the body's usually deficient in and the mind now on top of that i drink multiple cups of green tea a day and i do that normally and i didn't increase or decrease that tea consumption uh, while having the virus but i feel like green tea has an effect on that a positive effect of course and there's so many health benefits of green tea that I highly recommend you look it up yourself because I'm not qualified to really list or discuss the health benefits of drinking green tea, but they're numerous and that's something to really pay attention to is drinking green tea. Well, that was the protocol that we used and continue to use and used before and just staying moving, taking vitamins, drinking green tea. Another thing on top of that though is eating healthy and things that you think that are good for your body. And that varies from person to person, but I've been craving leafy greens, apples. I've been making smoothies lately and just eating overall better, higher quality and less bullshit. And that craving, I'm glad, has returned. And, you know, it comes from the pain. I, I think pain can be the best motivator at times. And after going through pain, it makes you want to pursue a healthier lifestyle. So it's not all negative, the experience anyway. It's, it's made me really want to focus on my health more, which in turn will, you know, it's return on investment. You get greater productivity, greater creativity, all based on how you live your life. If you're watching this podcast on my YouTube channel, which will be the first podcast to be on my YouTube channel, you'll find me painting my latest painting that I painted before I got sick. It is oil on arches oil paper and it's a skull with flowers growing up through the skull and there's other there's other blue flowers on the ground and there's a ruby-throated hummingbird approaching one of the morning glory flowers that grew out of the eye socket of the skull 